All right, everybody, welcome back to your weekly and final episode of the season of your Buckbuster podcast, where we sit here and talk anything and everything hockey. My name's Ethan, surrounded by our very interesting co-host. Interesting. That is not the word I <laughs> so wanted to say. Is it the final episode of the season, though? Think about it. I mean, we already uh, We probably th- have another week or two just of recap and... Because the only thing we have left is the draft, and that's pretty much the draft, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and just see what happens when free agency opens up. I think we still have maybe two, no more than two, three episodes left of the season. We're we're yeah. getting very close to the end. Very close. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this might be my last episode for the season. <laughs> no, like genuinely. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, how's it going? How's your guys' week? Good, really good. Long. Yeah. <laughs> that's Long. an understatement. Wanted to get hit by a truck most of the week, so... I mean, yeah... I mean, is that different from any other week? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's besides the point. Yeah. Family put up a new fence today. We rocked it in eight hours. Mm. Long week. Yeah. Yep, I'm just happy now to talk some hockey. Oh, absolutely. And there's not much to talk about yep. other than... Because there's only been, what, one game since we last recorded. Yeah. That was... Game five of the finals where Vegas took home the cup. Yep. Yeah. So, congratulations to the Vegas Golden Knights. Absolutely. Florida, nice try. Try again next time. I want to well, say we called it, though. Yeah. I yeah. called it at the beginning. I, called I, had, it. I had Vegas winning in my bracket. I I, I had, think I had Vegas winning in mine as well. I did. Or no. Uh, I'm, no, I had Boston winning it, yeah. and then they pulled a fucking Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> and choked in the first round. Blue, what is it? Was, did they blow a 3-1 to one lead? I'm pretty sure they did. They blew a three-one yeah. lead. <laughs> and for, I mean, I, I can't say they did to a bad team because Florida went all the way to the final. Yeah. Even though they got their asses fucking kicked for every game that they lost. <laughs> yeah. The one game they won was in overtime. It was close, but all four games that they lost, they got their asses handed to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think it was a, what, like seven-two, five-two, and like six-one, and then nine-three. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I I watched some of the highlights from that game. First off, I want to say good on Aiden Hill. Because holy fuck was that a clinic? He played yeah. he played his ass off that whole he series, did. man. He he was he's my runner up for for the for the consummate. I'd say my two were obviously who ended up winning John Marshall show, um, and then Jack Eichel was my other. Yeah, I w- it was really good to see Jack Eichel raise the cup, and I, I have some friends that aren't aren't too happy about Jack <laughs> Eichel winning the cup, but well, yeah. fuck them. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, they also probably expected McDavid to win it, and guess what? That yep. didn't fucking happen. <laughs> yeah. I th- I think with Jack Eichel winning, winning, cu- I was just happy because obviously it was more of not just because I mean it was fun watching him while it la- while it lasted in Buffalo. Um, while it lasted in Buffalo. Um. But like with him being hurt, getting that, having that neck injury, and that that needed him to to get his um, that hispidus disc that's in his neck replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, he um, Buffalo refused, so I go ask for a trade. Fine, get me out of here and let me go to somebody that'll let yep. me do it. Yeah. You know? And Vegas was the one that allowed right. him, and here enough. Like the allowed to have the surgery. First, first full season there. Look yep. what happened. Three yep. words. Karma's a bitch. Well, Keep it's just Buffalo fucked them. I mean, Buffalo. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's karma. That's karma on Buffalo. I guarantee you. Like uh, he, um, he, when he, 
he probably was thinking he's probably like like look at me now buffalo like this yeah like i'm oh he he has every right now to fucking flex on buffalo he yeah. has every right to wipe the, wipe his dick on their fucking franchise so here's my question to you guys. Do you think, can you see Vegas keeping Eichel for... Oh, yeah. Their, oh, 100%. Even, yeah, they'd, be, they'd be dumb if they fucking... They're, they're, they're going to re-sign him. Because I was going to say... Do I'm, you, I'm not sure when his contract is up, but they're going to re-sign him. I, don't, I thought he signed a two-year. Well, he got traded. He didn't sign a contract, remember? He got traded. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> if how many years do you think they'll re-sign him? Do you think they're going to do like an eight, six? It'll be a, it'll be a massive one. Yeah. It'll be a fucking huge one. It's going to be like a McDavid or yeah. like a, a McKinnon style, See, a McKinnon level, honestly, pr- pricey, a pricey contract. Honestly, I did love seeing Eichel in the Vegas black and gold. I, I really do like did. seeing him there. To be honest, because I've been looking at a Vegas. Well, I have been for a while now. I think that's who I'd get for Vegas is an yeah. Eichel jersey. Oh, yeah. If I can't find a flurry one, I'm going to get well, an Eichel one. He had a bunch of assists, too, in the he had finals. The, he had, like, seven assists. He was, the, the, I don't think he had that many, did he? He had the most points with Marcia show. I think was it? I forget. It was most. I think he had the most goals, goals. but Marcia show had the most points. Because I, I knew like, there was a tie. <clears throat> With him and Mark, I just forget if it was assists or. Because I thought goals. that last series alone, he had like six or seven assists. But he had also quite a bit in all other. Michael t- had three assists in game five. Okay. Yeah, because he had quite a bit throughout the entirety of this. I Michael didn't do a whole lot in the finals, but he did no. a lot through the first three rounds. Yeah. He, he's one of the main reasons that they yeah. got as far as they did. Him and March, though. So. Yeah, Sto- I, Stone was honestly the hero and the leader of Game Five with that hat trick. Yeah, yeah. He was what the first player in however many years to score a hat trick since the, like since like 1929 yeah. or something to score yes. to score a hat trick in Game Seven so in, like in the n- final game of the finals. So that'd be what like 94 years or something like that. Something like that. I sent it to the chat here. Let me find the exact. I think you're right. It was like 19. Mark Stone became the first player in the. To score a hat trick in a cup clinching game since 1922. So, a hundred, so a hundred, years. A hundred, 102. 101 years. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. The thing that there hasn't been in a clinching game yeah. a hat trick in over a hundred years. Yeah. yeah. And the nice thing about Vegas, they're a young team. They're just going to keep building and keep getting better. Yeah. I can see Vegas winning like three cups in the next five I'm years. I'm just happy because. I think I'm just so happy that they. I've always liked Vegas mm-hmm. um, since the inaugural season. Yeah, I have too. Um, I hated them like throughout their inaugural season. Just mostly, just I mean, like I guess they did the same with Seattle. I don't know. I was just kind of a stupid hockey fan. I just got tired of hearing them like every single. Yeah. Oh, Vegas wins their first game. Vegas wins their first overtime game. Vegas wins their first shootout game. It's Vegas t- is the first. Wins their division for that. Like it was just nothing. All I heard was Vegas, the, Vegas, yeah. Vegas. The only time I had a ripe with them, like, <clears throat> was when how they treated Flurry. That's the only. Time. The there, yeah. That's the only time I've had a right. Um, I kind of was not happy with Vegas, but other than that, just the fact they won. Their first Stanley Cup in six years yeah. since. Be- that's and, what their owner said. What their and when six, general manager said. He goes when they when they first got the team. You know, before the expansion draft even happened, he goes, "We're winning the." They're like, "Oh, how soon do you expect to win the cup?" He goes, "No longer than six years." Mm-hmm. Sure. They're sixth year in the league. They're Stanley Cup champions. Go ahead, Ethan. You have something to say. So here's my question for you guys: Do you see them pulling a Tampa? 
And at least be doing back to back. I personally, I can see them winning at least. This might sound crazy. I, I want to see them winning three cups in the next five years. I want to. It's not necessarily crazy. You don't think so? I don't think so. No. I don't. I want to. has been a juggernaut for the well, uh, aside from last season. They've been a juggernaut ever since they came in. They the have league. been, but see, here's the only problem. And bouncing off what Ethan or bouncing, I'm sorry, bouncing off what Kyle said. You always hear about Vegas and or Seattle. They're kind of like the younger siblings of the league. It's the younger sibling gets all the attention and the rest of the league doesn't. It's either Vegas this, Vegas that, or Seattle this, Seattle that. You because a lot of the times it's... Milestones. No, or, it's not even that. It's a lot of the times there aren't teams that are really putting up crazy fucking numbers. Well, especially because, I mean... So quickly. like So quickly. I mean, look at Vegas. I mean, Vegas is, what, only five years in the league? Six yeah. years. Six years? Six year, yeah. Yeah. So and they've like, made the playoffs five out of those six years. They've made the playoffs five out of those six <coughs> years. Well, like like three of the six, they have been in the in final, final four. four. Might have even been four of those six. Well, and well, here's bouncing off of my statement. My question to you is: Do you think this is going to kind of overshadow or even undershadow the rest of the league? You can say Vegas and Seattle are kind of overshadowing the league with all their news, all their big pickups, their expansions, all this, all that. Do you think it's going to force other teams to pick up the pace and be like, okay, I missed that spotlight. I fucking want it back. Well, I'm thinking what's going to end up happening. I'm sorry if I keep cutting you guys off. You're okay. No, you're Um, good. I think what's going to happen is we're going to see a new rivalry form between Vegas and Buffalo. I don't say I don't know if that's a bikes and buffalo. I was thinking. Well, I'm, I'm thinking for the fact of seeing how shitty Buffalo treated Eichel. Eichel. Mm. They traded him to Vegas, and from his time on Vegas, there's now what one season, not even full season, season on? and a half, season, season and a half. half. He got traded what November, Just, November of no, last season, November of Just, last season. Because I remember we were. It was at, just after Pittsburgh. I got It was the morning of when we, we were going to the, the Penguins uh, uh, game. Yeah, because I know it was like just after I got home, he got traded. Yeah. Um, no, because I would have been like, you would have been gone at that time. You were still like <laughs> that. You know, it was November shortly before you left. November of last year? Yeah, it would have been November of 21. Oh, yeah. It would have so been after right I Right before you left. Um. So because you left what like a week before Thanksgiving of twenty week after week after Thanksgiving twenty. Um, I I, I don't want to see. I don't want to. I shouldn't have said that. There's going to be a rivalry, but I can tell any time. I don't know if those guys actually play games together or play games against each other throughout the season. They'll play at least twice. Mm. But yeah, I can. I, being an offer, as long as I could see those games within the next couple of years being. Like a cro- like a cross like yeah. division like cross con- In- interconference rival yeah well I can not see it inter- being or yeah I can not only see it being an interconference rival I'd say it even would go as far to being like the America's version of Battle Alberta yeah. because I, mean, I don't know if it'll get to that extreme it won't, it it'll won't be get, more just a, it's kind of like it's not it's not gonna get to like a Pittsburgh Philly a Boston Montreal or Boston if, Toronto uh, it's gonna be kind of like, very similar to I didn't like realize Boston and Montreal had a rivalry oh yeah it's, it, it's pretty bad it's I, yeah. I, I haven't seen it being <coughs> very similar to how every time like the Islanders play Toronto at least with John Tavares like cause 
The Islanders don't like John Tavares since he left to go to Toronto. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be this kind of very similar. Like what, as long as whoever Eichel's on, Buffalo's not going to like it. Buffalo's not. But gonna the only like difference is Jack Eichel has proven he can find success elsewhere. John Tavares hasn't gotten much more success since leaving yeah. the Islanders. Maybe it's just because he fucking sucks. I wouldn't say John Tavares is bad. I mean, he's I wanna, definitely not. Well, I wouldn't say he's, he's bad. He's not great. No. I mean, he, Tavares is one of those, he reminds me of, like, right, he's, like, riding that 50-50 line. The only only reason he's the captain of that team is because, you know, right when they they were choosing that is when Matthews had those allegations that ended up being, I think the the female uh, that accused him ended up coming out and saying she was lying or something like that. But But at the same time, he had, he kind of reminds me of someone like an Evgeny Malkin, where, no, no. Not, not even close. Well, not even in the same ballpark. No. Well, then maybe y'all can help me fill in the blank. Probably Someone not. who... <laughs> there's times... Yeah, there's years he has great seasons where he's unstoppable, untouchable, on fire. Every time I mean, he, he touches he the had puck, those, he, he had a lot of those in New York. But ever since but, he came over to Toronto, he's had maybe one yeah. season where he was incredible. So... But that's also because Toronto naturally fucking blows. Well, I mean, I'm at a loss. I think one that I do want to go back to what Ethan said about, like, it will Vegas pull what Tampa has the last three years? Um, I could see them at least winning, at least going back to back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can just see them making back to back. I can definitely see them at least making it back to the conference final. In the next, I said, do I see them win another chance here in the next three to five years? Yes, Vegas. And I think, like, make it to the conference final, I guarantee you they, they can at least make the conference final. But I also got to look at, like, like what Vegas plans is. Like, well, if they're going to, like, who can they afford with contracts and who are they going to with all yeah. the, like. I would say they're all. It's just more, it more looks at more, I'll basically say, like, Wait, I'll wait to see maybe after the the off season and uh, or yeah, like who's all who's all gonna be there still. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I am really interested to see how Vegas's off season gonna is gonna go, oh, yeah. whether they make moves or not. But if they do, I don't see them making many. And I know no, that no no Mark Stone might be done because he he's been battling injuries and pretty much played. Like he injury. might retire. He might well, be retiring. I, I saw a news article earlier. At the age to, of what twenty nine? Well, I saw an article today that he's <clears> planning <throat> on retiring because he there was something about a major injury over the season and it just is not getting better. I Mark meant, Stone's thirty one. He's thirty one. Okay, oh, he's so, older than I thought. And there's an article I saw on Mark Stone. I'm gonna say earlier this morning. I meant to send it, but a Blanked my mind in the group chat. I didn't realize how late in the draft he was picked up. Yeah. He was like fourth round, wasn't he? He was sixth round, sixth round. Sixth wow. round, 178th. <coughs> wow. So, anyways, what I was going to say earlier, the whole inner rivalry, I was even going to say if it's somebody, if there's a rivalry between Vegas, I was even going to say it might be somebody like L.A., or even the Kraken. Battle of the Expansion. I said the Expansion. Yeah, I can see L.A. too. LA, I know they, and, they've met in the playoffs a couple times. In worst case scenario, you have someone in Edmonton. And I'm just 
pulling up my... Now, are you saying like all-season rival or just postseason rival? I'm saying kind of all around. Just a rival. Just a rival. I can see L.A. and I can even see someone like Edmonton or Seattle. I you have your say somebody even like Anaheim. Anaheim, I mean, it'd be, it'd be iffy. It'd be kind of yeah. a stretch. I think now, LA I, would have well, a better. I can see like LA and Anaheim being battle of oh, Cali. They, are, they, they are. They hate yeah. each other. <laughs> I was gonna say both being in the state of California, <clears throat> definitely the interstate rivals. Yeah. But you know, I can see someone Vegas. You know, you take someone like players like Mark Sh- or Stone and Marsh Marsh or so versus McDavid and Drysaddle. You have those two heavy hitters. Every time they get the puck, the light goes off. Oh, right now, I would consider Marchessault and Eichel the new McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah, like, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, exactly. getting, they're getting to that point. So you have, like, I- you have Eichel. Might and Mar- not be putting up. They're just as dangerous. So, they might not be putting up as many points as Dreisaitl yeah. and McDavid are. But so, Dreisaitl and McDavid are the entire fucking yes. Edmonton team. Well, that's why I'm saying that rivalry because you have Eichel and Marchessault, and then McDavid and Dreisaitl. They have that compulsion that. Battle that they have, fight they have the within. same amount of effort, the same amount of grit, the yes. same amount of yep. exactly the same amount of fight as those two do. Just it's not just not as big on the points because, like I said, McDavid and Dressel. Speaking speaking of McDavid, and it's kind of crazy to think that in the 2015 um, draft, like Eichel has now is officially since McDavid went number one, Eichel went two. Eichel has the cup before McDavid. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy to kind of think about like. That Eichel went to Buffalo, got drafted, and now he's with a, a very competitive Vegas. Went and, and changed teams before McDavid was able to, to bring one home. I already, I think I already know the answer to this question, but if Mark Stone does end up retiring, who do you see taking the C? I would probably Marshall. Marshall. Is this going to be Marshall or Boy? If William Carlson sticks around, William Carlson as well. I don't he, think he's going to stick around. I think do you he's going to be getting the boot. Do you think they might end up putting at least an A on Eichel? Oh, yeah. They should. Without question. Oh, yeah. Does Pet- I think they're stupid if they don't. I think it's Petriangelo has one. I, say, I think Marcheseau has Riley one. Riley does. Riley Smith, I think, is the other one, yeah. But, yeah, that, they they, they'd be stupid A's. not to. I think so. If I'm not mistaken. Cause, because just due to Mark Stone's... You know, injury, injury, being injury prone. Wrong. I think they have three A's. Because I think based what you said, I remember Carlson might be the one that doesn't. But I thought it was March or so and Smith. Because I remember you sh- sending some earlier in the week that with Mark Stone, like he might be like, if he sticks around, he's going to be in and out of the yeah. lineup, like not going to be playing like a hundred percent because of his injuries and that. It's still, still staying on the topic of Vegas. Head coach Bruce Cassidy has become the first coach in NHL history. Well, that, well I guess we missed this in the regular season. He's become the first coach in NHL history to lead two different clubs to fifty win seasons in back to back seasons. Last year he led Boston to fifty wins. This year he led Vegas. To 50 That's a slap wins. in the face to Boston. The fact that they fired him and then it was so stupid to fire him last year. Mm-hmm. And then, so I mean, they, the new coach that came in this year did a damn good job. Yeah. Other than the postseason, but but <laughs> then Vegas picked them up. Like literally, it was when they were interviewing the day, the next day, which um, after winning the cup was his anniversary of being um, hired by Vegas, and that. So that was kind of cool. That just in a matter of a year being hired by Vegas, he won the cup for him. But yeah, for Boston, that's got to be a slap to the face. So I'm like, hey. Oh, like, fuck yeah. That's kind of, I think that's kind of funny. The fact that he was fired and he's like, <coughs> hey, me. you guys, like, hey, I just, 
like that was a mistake. I, look at me now. Like we, I just won the Stanley Cup with the new t- with another team. Yeah. But. Ooh, yeah, that was. I'm. Re- re- I was really happy that Vegas finally got it done in that. The A's are currently Petrangelo and Riley Smith. Okay. And That's what I thought. Is, uh, is Mark Stone. Mark Stone. Yeah, if Mark Stone were to retire or just leave, I would at least give it to Marceau, Eichel, and then, of course, Petangelo. Keep it on him. Yeah, I can see Carlson leaving. Riley Smith might even be leaving. Where do you, easy. Where do you guys think you could see William Carlson going? Honestly, with it, as much, especially with as much cap space as they still have, and with as much as they are building right now, I can see him going to Columbus. Yeah, but like they are stacking up right now. It's funny because they're still not going to have a shot, shot in hell for the postseason. Oh, especially no. being the Metro. Metro is still one of the toughest divisions. It's in the still. League. What is the toughest division in the league? Is it Metro? I would say the Metro. Because it's all like it seemed like every year it's always. Bouncing back and forth, like in the top, like top three, it's always either Pittsburgh, Rangers, Islanders, Caps. You, th- those are the typically the four you all. Oh, in Carolina, typically you see those five always battling each other, and then, yeah. and then Columbus is like. Maj- I know majority a majority of the time it's usually the Metro has five teams playing. I think this was the first year where it was like four and four. Yeah. Or was it not? Was it four and four? I think it was four and four this year. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Carolina, the Rangers, Devils. the Islanders, and the Devils. Yep. Because the Cap- Capitals, Penguins, Blue Jackets, and Flyers all missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the first years that it was 4-4 four and four in a while. But anyways, before we get too off topic, Jeffy, send us off. Not send us off, but start us off. Get us going. I mean, if you want to send us off, go ahead. <laughs> With little, your little mm-hmm. bit of OHL news you got over. Um, there's some news. Um, the Calgary Frames hire... Kitchen Rangers um, video coach and senior developer Hendrix Haynes in the role of developer and data scientist for the Calgary Flames. And then the Kitchen Rangers promote current goaltender coach Jordan DeCourt to director of goaltending and video coach. And Matthew Hizig has been added as the hockey operations assistant and scout for the Kitchen Rangers. Um, the Saginaw Spirit and the Chatham Maroons of the um, Go JHL are formal, made a formal affiliation with each other. So, so they obviously now they're affiliated with um, the Saginaw Spirit. Um, I don't even know who. Do you even know who's ear, the Otters exactly? For who, what, what the, position? The Go HHL. Like, I don't even. I'm not sure. Like that one, I'm was never. I always was never uh, sure. Oh, let me look. Um, while Bo was looking that up, um, Ben McFarlane at the Guelph Store, he co- has committed to the UPI um, Panthers, so he now is another, like just in the matter of three, two weeks, we've seen three players um, go over to the UPI um, EI Panthers. Obviously, we saw Noah Sador and Cameron Morton just recently. Um, and I kind of want to trans position this into the um, NHL again here in a second. Um, the Detroit Red Wings announced that Dan Watson becomes the 12th head coach of the Grand Rapids Griffins after spending six 
seasons as head coach of the Toledo Walleyes in the ECHL. And then I know I, I kind of sent this to Ethan last. I can um, talk about this because I'm, I'm actually very excited about yeah. this. Uh, there have been a lot of rumors of more Azerplan shenanigans. And I'll just bring the full. Uh, this is via Elliot Friedman on Twitter. Twitter. There is word this afternoon that Detroit and Alex DeBrinket are gaining momentum. Nothing is done until it's done, but barring a swerve, looks like DeBrinket is heading to the Motor City. I say if they can... And there was another post... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. There was another post that I just saw that if they do pick up DeBrinket, they're going to put him on the line with Larkin. I was about to say, I was actually just telling Bo off air. Like, imagine have because I told him about. It's, imagine having Larkin and DeBrinket together. They're already looking into having DeBrinket on the line with Larkin. <sighs> I'm. I real. It. Lo- I guarantee this is gonna. Go, as long as they Detroit and DeBrinket can make an agree, I really, really hoping this officially goes through because. Because not only a former Otter boy, um, um, on one of our favorite teams in the NHL, but like actually having it's just incredible seeing like a young well, te- like the young team that's actually and DeBrinket's fucking killing it. Yeah, lately. and it might be too early to say, depending on what other moves that Stevie Y picks up. Um. Because I know Helen Buck's been getting tossed around too. Because I think he said he is going to test the free agency. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, I don't know how true it is. Supposedly, uh, Alex Nedeljkovic, believe it or not, might be getting into the boot. Um, I did remember we did briefly talk about that which last week. Really, kind of blows my fucking mind if you ask me. Because he was their best goaltender. Because they have who Vili Huso. Uh, Magnus Helberg yep. and Alex Nedeljkovic. But uh, if they get rid of Nedeljkovic, they get rid of Nedeljkovic, they're a hundred. I can. They're a hundred percent gonna start Huso. Yeah. They'd be fucking dumb to yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Unless they pick up another huge name. Unless they pick up somebody like Aiden Hill or Connor Hellenbuck. Oh, yeah. If they pick up Helen... Or UC Soros, who's on the market as well. Is he really? Soros is on the market, yeah. No shit. Yeah. But if they manage to squeak both either Helen Buck or Soros, and they manage to snag DeBrinket as well, I'm going to say what Kyle said, uh, what you guys have said about Toronto this all season. They don't have a fucking excuse. If If they don't at least make it... If they don't at least make it to the conference final, they don't have a fucking excuse. See, that was the one team. Like, I've never hated I don't know if I necessarily, necessarily say conference final. But I'd say at least second round. At least starting off by making it back to the playoffs. Because I'm... I'm you got to ne- keep the ball... Oh, the ball. Keep the bar low. Don't don't have, you know... Oh, Stanley Cup finals. No, 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 no excuses. Why oh, no, you haven't the- been even to the playoffs until, what, 2015? <laughs> like, I've always, like... I think I've, 16 was the 16. Left. Like I've never. Because that was the year that Penguins, the Penguins won the cup. Yeah, I never like actually hated Detroit whatsoever, except when they played Pittsburgh. That's about it. But like, 
and this is not just for me, like, oh, I'm excited for Ethan to have the Brink become, like, Detroit's been young. I've, I, I want to see him be a playoff contender once again, like. And if they pick up, as I said, they have to pick up another solid goaltender, whether it be Helen Buck, Hill, Soros. Gibson, he, or, like, it's just a matter it, of. They need they that want. veteran goaltending. Yeah. And, I mean, they already kind of have that with Huso, because Huso's, I think, more of an elder in the league. I don't know. No, he's, he's a baby. Is he a baby? He's like 25. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. I'll double check. But here, I got Google right here. But, yeah, when I immediately saw that news, I'm like, or okay, at least. A little, okay, he's older than that. 28, he's 28. But, yeah. Yeah, when I saw the that robot, I'm like, I had to send that to Ethan right away, because I'm like, I knew he would get a. He'd be excited about that. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, it's... Even if we don't end up snagging a goaltender and we just run the season with both Huso and Helberg, if we pick up Debrinkit, Debrinkit would be huge, especially since they're already talking about if they pick him up, putting him on the line with Larkin. That is going to be a, no pun intended, a game changer. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a huge fucking game changer for them. But the thing is... I'm really, really hoping in the offseason Detroit picks up more defense. I say I think that's... Because our forward our forward core is solid. Our forward core is very solid. It's we don't have we don't have a veteran goaltender. We don't have any veteran defensemen really. I mean maybe No, because Yeah, because Moore Snyder is still pretty is still a baby in that. Um I mean, the closest thing to a veteran, like, defenseman, if you will, and I don't even think he's a fucking defenseman. Um, no, he's the left wing. Never mind. I'm fucking retarded. Um, I was, well, I was going to say, like, Robbie Fabry. I mean. I mean, I mean you guys had Mark Stahl. He was probably your, your big. And then, uh, did you guys, did you have DeKaiser this, this season, or was that last season? That was last season. Okay. Uh, DeKaiser is in... Actually, don't even know where Danny. Is he even playing still? Uh, hold on. Danny DeKaiser. What the fuck? He's with the Toronto Marlies. Huh. He's back down in the AHL. Wow. And he's actually an unrestricted free agent. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But he did spend a good amount of time, obviously, with Detroit and. You know, Detroit's lost a lot of really good players within the last couple of years. The biggest one for me being Anthony Mantha. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a big kick to the fucking balls. Yeah. But, um, but uh, who'd you get? Just lose to free agency. This was it Verona. Uh, Verona, yeah. Yeah, we lost Verona. Verona, and who was the oh, what was the other one? You guys traded him to uh, what was it, St. Louis, or was that Verona? Uh, Verona got sent to St. Louis. Okay, that was Verona. Um. But he had it really rough when he was with Detroit because he was always battling injury. Yeah. He spent more time on IR than he did playing. Because he said he was going to step away. like. And it sucks because Verona is fucking young, too. Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah. Uh, hold on. Think Verona. Verona. I mean, he's not as... He, he's not as young as I thought, but he still is pretty... I mean, he's only 27. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. Drafted by Washington. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, because we got uh, Verona for Anthony Mantha. Yeah. Uh, and... For Verona, we got Dylan McLaughlin and a seventh-round pick for Verona. It was a seventh-round pick in 2025, and the Red Wings uh, retained 50% of his contract. Wow. But, yeah, if DeBrinke comes to Detroit... Oh, oh, shit. Like, I'm going to be a... I know the, the two biggest names linked to Detroit are Eric Carlson and Alex DeBrinkin. Are the yeah. two biggest? I don't think they're going to get both, but if, Dude, they, get, if they get both, Ethan is going to die of a joygasm. I think I'd die of a joygasm more if we brought EK65 to the Motor Six. Motor My City. question is for you: like, if you they both snagged both Carlson and DeBrinkin, like if you what were jersey to jersey, am I getting first? Yeah. Which jersey would you begin first? Obviously, an EK65. EK65 has been his man crush for the whole show. <laughs> Ever since we started the show, he's had, has had a crush on Well, him. even before the show, he was always one of my favorite defensemen yeah. in the league. If not my favorite defenseman in the league. I don't, and I don't and blame you either. If, if they play their cards right, I think they should go for Eric Carlson before they go for Debrinket. Because he is the veteran defenseman that Detroit needs. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say fuck Alex Debrinket. But in this case, I will say it because we don't need more forwards. We don't need us. I mean, even another big name defenseman. I mean, he he's had he's had success for a while, but as of this like past two seasons, he's been kind of falling off. Coming out of Pittsburgh, they might not resign him. Brian Dumoulin. Yeah, I, I I personally wouldn't mind seeing Dumo over in the Motor City. Um, mm. Man, fuck! There's a couple of ways that could go. I mean, but here's the thing. Who do you think that Detroit would have to get rid of to afford somebody like Brian Dumoulin or Eric Carlson? Well, he's going to be a free agent, Dumoulin as well, so you wouldn't like to get rid of anybody. Oh, yeah. Sign him. So. It's just coming up. They just have to agree on That's dude, just like. I, dude, I am praying. I am hoping and fucking praying that we get to bring Eric Carlson to Detroit because then at that point we genuinely – even if we don't pick up a fucking goaltender in free agency, it'd be great if we managed to snag both somebody like Yusei Soros. I, w- I would even pass up on Helen Buck. I would say take Yusei Soros. But if we could have Yusei Soros and Eric Carlson on the Red Wings, we have no excuse yeah. to get so, back into the playoffs. We have absolutely no excuse. I know I mentioned, like, in my... Um Rigel stands that they were going to be a wild card Detroit. They I, almost were too, and they were in a wild card spot for a good chunk of the rest of the regular I season. I think it was, I think it was like early, late February, early March is when they started falling off. I think as of right now, if depending on what Stevie Y and Detroit do this off season, there's going to be bodies moving I'm, out of the Motor City. I depending on how the lineup looks going in, by the time. Opening day for um, the NHL. I will say right, just right now, 
they're going just like last this this past season. They're gonna be a wild card, so or who, at least fighting for a wild card. So who can you see being moved around in the Motor City? Who can you potentially see moving up, see moving down, switching spots? You name it. I have to. Hold on, let me look at the Red Wings defense roster because I don't know their. While we're on that topic, I'll jump over to the NHL and just get some of the, the, the pieces of, piece of news that came out this week. Uh, former head coach of uh, the Capitals, Peter Lavaliette, going over to the Rangers, which I think that is one of I think one of us had predicted that. I thought one of you guys. I know we I know I had said I thought Sheldon Keefe was going to be out of Toronto, and I thought Rangers were going to chase after him, but uh, that ended up obviously not being the case. Um, wow, there's actually a lot more big names on the Red Wings defense name defense roster than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so their defensemen right now are Mo Sider, Jake Wallman, Gustav Lindstrom, uh, Ben Chariot, Oli Mata, Robert Hogg, Jordan Osterley, and Mark Syak. Okay. Nicoletti's not over there anymore? Huh? Nicoletti's not over there anymore? No. Oh, he hasn't been with them for a while. Has he not? Okay. Was, I, he, was I, he a part of the trade with St. Louis last year? Last year, like last he was, year, like he was, he was I think deadline. 22 yeah, deadline. Yeah, he was, he was out. Um, yeah, I, I think anybody in that, that bottom four defenseman is not safe. No. I would <laughs> honestly, I would take I would take Mata. I would even take Mata and somebody like maybe Mata and Osterdely for EK. Yeah. Because Ali Mala on Mata, he's... He's been immediate. He was even I mean, he even was, with Pittsburgh. He was like he his, was all right. He was. I'll tell you what though. He was better in Pittsburgh than he has been with Detroit or L.A. I, I know, would argue that. <laughs> I know it's not saying much, but Oli Mata was about as useful as Bo Bennett was. <laughs> He's not good at all. No, you really think that bad? I don't think he was. I don't think he was that good. I'm not saying so. he was. He, he didn't live up anywhere even near the potential that analysts were giving him. Yeah, so I would say get rid of Mata and Osterley for Eric Carlson and Eric Carlson and maybe like a call up or somebody. Yeah, and be golden. Yeah, but uh, more more signings, uh, hirings. Pittsburgh Penguins hire Jason Spezza I as their assistant general manager. Wait, obviously cur- currently. Uh, Formerly worked with Dubis over in Toronto, so it, it's it's awesome. We're now Dubis and Spezza as yeah coaches over. I in, saw in one thing. Oops. So I didn't realize Nedeljkovic actually isn't even on the Red Wings roster now. He's hmm. he's back down in Grand Rapids. Yeah, and he was he was for the majority of the, the last half of the season. Yeah, I th- well I thought it well. was I thought it was Helberg. That was back down in Grand Rapids. I think they both are. I don't remember no, who was back in Oso. No, Oso. no, no. Helberg and Helberg and Nedeljkovic swapped. Did they? Okay. And I think that's why they're getting looking at getting rid of Nedeljkovic. Okay. I knew he's from Ohio. Hmm. Nedeljkovic. Yeah. Really. He's from Parma. <laughs> well, huh? Do I go see my surgeons? Um. <laughs> I kind of had a. Funny feeling, um, Kyle Dubas would bring somebody over from Toronto, like either a coach or a player. Like I know I saw rumors. Um, I I don't I it'd be because um, 
I know, which I think would be the right move because I know Kyle Dubas said uh, mentioned that like when Pittsburgh got um, Mikael Gramlin, like he said, it was like one of those dumbest um, contracts deals. So I think that's going to be one of the first or one of the first few moves he's going to do is get rid of deal with Mikael Gramlin's contract and. Yeah. Get rid of him over to Toronto for Ryan O'Reilly. Your boy. I was wrong. I admit it. I was, I was wrong, wrong about him. I'll admit it. I was I, wrong. I have no problem admitting I was wrong about that. I, but I predicted Vegas to win the cup, so fuck you. Like, I immediately told... <laughs> I, well, I redeemed myself. I immediately, <laughs> I immediately told Kyle when we were at the Penguins Wild game, I after after multiple shifts of watching Mikel Gramlin play, where I'm like... I'm like, yeah. do something! I'm like, I looked at him, nah, I'm like, yeah, I completely... I was completely wrong about him. Now, here's my question. Would you rather have Mikel Granlin or would you rather have Kasperi Kapanen? Yes. Kapanen. You'd rather ne- have both? No. Neither. Um, I'd rather have Granlin, honestly. But I'm going to go Kapanen. I'd rather take Kapanen. They both. Kapanen's doing, doing somewhat decent over in St. Louis. Good for him. But yep. I'll, I'll pass on that. Uh, the Vegas Gold Knights have named former goaltender Nicholas Backstrom as the club's new goaltending coach. Who he is that? served Nicholas Backstrom. What what club? Columbus. Uh, uh, Backstrom has served as the organization's European goaltending coach for the past four seasons. Love to see it. <laughs> and I found this stat a little bit funny. In 2019, Ryan O'Reilly was traded from Buffalo over to St. Louis, won the Stanley Cup the next season. 2023, Eichel traded from Buffalo to Vegas. Won the Stanley Cup the next season. <laughs> new instead of the Madden curse, you got the Buffalo curse. <laughs> like everyone that played for Buffalo wants out, and they got a cup. They got out, and they get a cup. Uh, Jesper Brett signed an eight-year, sixty-three million dollar contract with the Devils. I think that's way too much. <sighs> I was gonna say the same thing, but he he did he did have a hell of a fucking season this yeah, year with them. He did. he did very well this year. I did he. He did pretty damn good, yeah. Uh, Ethan Bear underwent un- went successful shoulder surgery following an injury he had at the IHF World Tournament, and he's being rolled out for six months, announced oh. by the Oh, So what was the surgery? Rotator cuff? Shoulder or? surgery. Okay. I mean, like... Oh, yeah, it didn't specify okay. what exactly on the shoulder. Because I wasn't sure, because a lot of times they'll come out after the surgery what they did. And that sounds like a rotator cuff. He's out for six Might months. Been, yeah. That definitely sounds like... But I don't know, because I know people who've gotten rotator cuff surgery, but they can't do the, anything. These, these next couple stats just show you just how fucking inhuman hockey players are. Aaron Blood throughout the playoffs played through in a broken foot, two shoulder dislocations, and an oblique tear. And, and Matthew, Matthew Kachuk played through a broken sternum through games three four. and four of the Stanley Cup Finals. It was I so bad was that his brother Brady had to even part. had to help him out of bed for the, for the couple of games. That's just crazy to tell you that, um, how hockey players are like. No. But wait, were you going to say, Ethan? I I can understand you want to raise the cup, and I can understand you want to be there for your team if they do end up raising it. But there's got to be a fucking limit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, you know, Matthew Kachuk's about the only good thing on that fucking Florida team. And that, then that's coming from me. 
But after watching this past year, I can now understand why. Now you guys see. Now you guys finally won't see why I say Matthew Kachuk's a con. I, I started to see it a little bit in this 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 playoffs. Yeah. See, now you fuckers understand. <laughs> only took the entire only took the entire season for even you guys to catch a glimpse. Uh, I was I was wrong. Uh, you I mean you were right about about him being being a cock. And I. Like you said, Ethan, I understand. It, it wasn't really until the playoffs where I started. I sat down and watched a couple games with Florida. I'm like, damn, he kind of is a dick. That's kind of where <laughs> I finally noticed. He's arrogant as fuck, and it's yeah. just like, you have not raised a cup. Get fucked. Mm-hmm. Here's a, an, another defenseman that you should be able to look out for, Ethan, with uh, Detroit Possibility. Vancouver bought out the contract of Oliver Ekman Larson. Yeah. <laughs> So that that'd be another solid solid pickup for for Detroit. Oh, the nipples hurt. Uh, Drew McGinley was hired as the special advisor to the general manager, calling the Dwight Schrute now of Calgary. The special advisor to the general manager is his official title. Is it really? Yeah, special advisor to the general manager. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Literally the Dwight Schrute of the Calgary Flames right now. I say it's kind of great to see Drew McGinley back in the. At least in some shape or form. Like you, the front office, yeah. We got Jerome Shrew. Or would it be Dwight Aginla? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that about does it. We can just jump into our main, not main topic, but I know we agreed. We didn't really have one. We didn't realize until earlier this afternoon. We're like, damn, we don't have a main topic for tonight. But I'm just going to go through our bracket and just, well, just kind of bullshit so. and uh, see where we were right, where we were wrong. And just bullshit there. I'll, I'm gonna let you guys take the <laughs> reins on this because I don't have my bracket. But uh, so. obviously, where I think everybody was wrong, Florida beating Boston in the first round yeah. in seven games. I had, I had Boston sweeping them. I had Boston. I had five. Boston <laughs> sweeping them. I want to say I had Boston and I want to say I had Boston to sweeping. I want to say they were like the only sweep of the playoffs yeah. that I had. To be and to be honest, with the series, it entirely screwed up. Yeah. My entire bracket. Which I'm pissed about. In my bracket, technically, I am wrong. In my bracket, technically, it does say Tampa Bay. But you guys were all here when I was arguing yeah. that it was going to be Toronto. So yeah. I'm taking credit for that. I had said Tem- Toronto in six. It ended up being one in five. Or was it in six? It was in six. Was it in six? Dude, I would have been exactly right. I I, had I was Tampa correct. Seven. I was correct with Toronto winning, but, but I said it in seven. Yeah. I said Tampa Bay in seven because I thought Tampa Bay was going to be a lot better this year. There was three that I got on the nose, I believe. I uh, I had because I also said Carolina in five games, and I think they also did win in five. I had Carolina. I no, had Carolina won in six. Was it? Did they win in six? I okay. had Carolina in six, and I'm green on both. I also had Carolina in six. I had Carolina in five. I had I had three. I had three spot spot on. Mm-hmm. And then I had said the Rangers taking it in six over the Devils. Obviously, Devils ended up winning that in seven. I got. I think I'm the only one that said Devils in seven. I said Rangers in seven. I completely honest. I didn't think because of how much, with how inexperienced New Jersey had. That's not, exactly why I said, I said New that's Jersey doesn't have playoff hey, experience. Got, like I said, you got to go. Even for though the they were clearly the better team in the regular season, I said they don't have that playoff experience. You got to go for the underdog sometimes. I went with the underdog and the underdog. You chose won. New Jersey. I chose Jersey. Did you? Jersey here, Jersey and seven. Damn nice. Uh, the other one I think almost everybody here got wrong. Colorado losing to Seattle in seven games. Mm-hmm. I originally had Colorado in five. So I, I. I did too. 
but the I'm, one that I think, and then go down the one that I think we were split down the middle. I said Minnesota in six. I said Dallas. Ended in up six. being Dallas. In six. I, said I said Dallas, Dallas in, six. in six, and that was my second um, series yeah. that I got spot on correct. Yeah, the set, and then Vegas, Winnipeg. I had Vegas in six. I had Vegas in five, and I was spot on. Yeah. I had Vegas in five, and I was spot on as well. Uh, and and then, finally, Edmonton in L.A. That's where Bobo choked the hardest. I said Edmonton in six, which I got spot on. I said Vegas. I said L.A. in seven because I thought L.A. was going to – L.A. looked so good in the regular they season. They did. They really did. I – I had Edmonton in seven. So, I was correct, but just like series. Yeah. In second round, my first matchup was Boston and Tampa, and I took Tampa Bay over Boston, which obviously that didn't happen. I had, in my bracket, technically, I had Boston and Tampa, even though I said Boston and Toronto. I had Boston taking that one. I had Boston going all the way to the cup final. I did, I did too. I had Tampa beating Boston. Did you? Okay. Uh, and I had moving on second round. Then I had the Rangers and the Hurricanes. I had the Rangers moving on back to the conference final. Obviously, that ended up being wrong. I also my was East the same was way. so wrong. My East yeah. was horrible. <laughs> like I said, like really the ones. Then that I had also I had Boston beating the Rangers yeah. in the conference final. My, and then my second, I had Carolina beating New Jersey, which I had. I had Carolina in six, which I had. Yeah, the two that really screwed me was Boston and the Rangers. Yeah. Those are really the really the only ones that really because so. I had Carolina correct going to the um, moving on, but they end just like Kyle like I had Carolina and Rangers and I had Rangers going to the conference final. Yeah. Same thing with Boston, both going to the conference final, and then that was wrong. Then over in the West, I had Colorado and Dallas, and I had Colorado defeating Dallas or I had Dallas defeating Colorado which I was way off. I had I originally had Colorado Minnesota and I had Colorado going to the conference final. Honestly been wrong, but I did have obviously I had Vegas beating Edmonton in round 2 going yeah. on to the conference final. So my conference final in the West was Vegas and Colorado and I had Vegas moving on to the final. Actually, yeah. I, oops. I I go ahead, Jeffy. To be honest, like my West except for Colorado was spot on because I obviously had in the second round I had Vegas and Edmonton and I had Vegas end up going on to win it and they end up going to the conference final Dallas and Colorado that's really the only one that was screwed up because of Colorado um, but I had doubt regardless I was going to have Dallas win it and yeah. of course in the conference final it was Dallas and Vegas and then I end up choosing Vegas. Yeah, I misread mine. I had Colorado beating Dallas, and then my second round between Vegas and L.A., I had L.A. taking it. My conference final in the West was Colorado and L.A. And then over on the East, my th second round, I had Boston and Tampa, which I kind of screwed myself. And then I had Carolina defeating New Jersey, so it came down to Tampa Bay, Carolina. And my finals, I had <coughs> LA in seven games beating Tampa Bay. Like, in <coughs> just kind of looking Excuse at me. like the total points you earned from the. I had um, seventy. How many did you guys earn from your total? Only points? seventy-four. Yeah. I got this up here. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's it? Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, What'd you yeah. have, Jeff? 259 points. Oh. I had 211. You I thought can, I was high up you there. You can both go fuck yourself. How's that? <laughs> I don't, I'm trying Damn. to pull up, pull up here how we can see everybody in our... 
I know I came in last place. If I need to do another punishment, I'll do another punishment. I can care less. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up here and see exactly where we had it, but I'll have to sign in here. But yeah, I think Jeffy obviously I think is the ultimate winner. I know I think Colin. I don't remember if Colin ended up filling one out. No, just the three of us. So it was technically Bubba being the loser then. Well, Ethan did, but his just was all goofed up, and because I remember we all remember, I do remember we all were for the most part were struggling. Another punishment. Woohoo! I mean, we never. I don't think we, we never said no. punishment for this okay. one. This well, one was just more for bragging rights, pretty much. Um. Which okay, I'm going to brag for a while that I had pre successfully predicted Vegas. To I, I'm glad I predicted that one, right? Okay, Fuck. Bobo, what you need to do for your punishment is you need to go lick a strip club urinal. <laughs> oh. I would rather fucking pull a private pile. <laughs> private pile, would you say? <laughs> Sorry, I don't want stripper herpes. So every other type of herpes is on the market, just not oh, stripper yeah. herpes. Not stripper herpes. It's ripped for her pleasure or his pleasure. I don't judge. <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario, you get to fuck, you clean it out, clean out your pooper. <laughs> it's like I just got an update from about Oliver Ekman Larson, and this is via Sportskeeda NHL. It says the Vancouver Canucks are paying Oliver Ekman Larson nineteen point five million dollars in cash to go away. <laughs> <laughs> just go away. <laughs> Shoo. We don't don't give to. a fuck where you go, you just can't stay here. <coughs> to be completely honest, I don't blame them because look how bad Vancouver is right now. Yeah, so I went for next year, don't go with my gut. Cause that's what happened. I went with my gut for everyone. Think in general, but you should not go with your gut. Well, I shouldn't <laughs> go with my head either. So I don't know what the fuck uh -oh. it is. Wes McCauley, our boy Wes McCauley, is under some fire after allegedly rigging Game Four of the Cup Final. I don't know if I believe that, but I can see it. But they're, they're always every time a team loses, like oh, the game was rigged. Oh, Let's, don't suck dick. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's if you don't suck, guess what you do? You win fucking games, <coughs> Toronto. Um, yeah. All right, guys. We spent the past uh, couple minutes here just talking about and debating how we want the rest of the season to go. So how it's gonna happen is we're gonna be back next week for one final, not final episode, but for for an episode next week. Uh, just talking about just the entirety of the season in general. Might even just come up with another a main, a main or side topic, whether you know, bull bullshit, another guess who, or so, so another just little mini game, just just to pass some time, just to have have some fun here. And then we're gonna take a couple weeks off, and then we'll be back in the studio on July fifteenth to talk about the first two weeks of free agency. And then that is when we are going to take our our summer break, and then not be back again until you know last week of September, first week of October. So that is going to, to do it for this week's episode of the Buckbuster Podcast. If you haven't already went and checked out our new YouTube video where Bobo and Ethan had to take the one shot. By the way, how are you guys feeling after that? How did you guys feel on the, the day after? I was fine. I'll be I honest. I was fine. fine. You are just kind of that night. It was killing you? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, my adrenaline was so peaked that I literally slept like a fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I mean, even... Oh, oh, go ahead, Ethan. I mean, like, I came down off of my adrenaline high or adrenaline rush or whatever you want to call it, and I just immediately got fucking tired, and I was like, I want to go home and go to bed. <laughs> like, even with the milk, I did have a really bad heartburn that night. Like, yeah. I... Even after downing a whole quart of milk 45 seconds after the chip, which I know you can call whatever you want. You're a pussy. Yeah. But, like... Ethan, spoiler, Ethan lasted quite some time there after after eating it. 12 minutes. But it was one of those things where, like, I literally tossed and turned to, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. Because I would go to sleep on the side of my stomach, and then I would feel... The just the heat of the chip rush to my stomach, and I'm like, okay. And you wonder why I didn't swallow <laughs> I, I didn't swallow a lot of it. I literally swallowed. I spit 90% of it out. What just happened is it stuck to my teeth, and as I was drinking the milk, some of that went down with the milk. Yeah. Not to spoil too much, but if you haven't seen it, go check it out on the Buckbuster Studios YouTube channel. Uh, definitely within the offseason, I think we've talked about potentially doing a couple of things. I know we mentioned the Sting Pong trivia, trivia night, um, but won't be too much content when it comes to the, the, the summer. I know we didn't do too much last summer either. But uh, just be on the lookout for that. Also, don't forget to check us out on YouTube or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, again YouTube as well, and on here. Don't forget to rate us five stars, favorite us here on here on Spotify, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week for the final full time episode of the Buckbuster Podcast. Yep. See ya. Deuces. Bye bye.